Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. It's midday. Hello. Welcome to the news here on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra. It's also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's sister regions and around the world at myjoinline.com. Coming up, Speaker of Parliament begins crackdown on lateness by MPs to parliamentary sittings vowing to lock doors to the chamber at 10 a.m. At 10 a.m. The doors will be locked. It will take some time before the doors are opened. Not that it won't be opened, but it will take some time. If we are not able to comply with it, then please let's all agree that we will always start sitting in the afternoon. We have details for you. Also, Deputy Majority Leader and MP for Efutu asked constituents to stand by him against claims he has masterminded the sale of forest lands in the constituency for mining. Don't let the NDC liars to come and deceive you. They have nothing to offer. Their candidate was once upon a time a member of this party. Because he's a liar, we sacked him. Plasen Ghana calls for the automation of the road toll collection system to prevent leakages and boost revenue. Implement electronic system so that it is going to improve the kind of efficiency and then block the kind of leakages that government was experiencing. We have all of these and more in the news. My name is Aisha Ibrahim. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Let's settle for details. Speaker of Parliament Alban Bagman says he will lock the doors to the Chamber of Parliament at 10 a.m. from next year because of late start of sitting due to lateness from MPs addressing members in Parliament. The Speaker argued that it is not right that he has to come and wait for MPs. Alban Bagman says if MPs do not want him to enforce this new decision then they must agree to start settings at 2 p.m or 4 p.m you can see that we're having challenges with early attendance now if it is the pleasure of members to always start at 10 then we have to put additional measures in place you all know that the chief doesn't go to sit to wait for his subjects nowhere in any parliament in the world will the speaker always go and sit and wait for members of parliament to come in. It doesn't happen anywhere in the world. So please, from the first meeting of the fourth session 
of the Eighth Parliament of the Fourth Republic. At 10 a.m., the doors will be locked. It will take some time before the doors are opened. Not that it won't be opened, but it will take some time. If we are not able to comply with it, then please let's all agree that we we'll always start sitting in the afternoon from 2 or 4. The Speaker of Parliament, Alban Bagbin, still in Parliament, Deputy Majority Leader and MP for Refutu, Alexander Fenyomarking, is asking his constituents to stand by him as he fights off claims he has masterminded the issuance of a mining lease for the extraction of lithium in his constituency. A demonstration earlier this week by an NDC youth group pointed to a growing anger of residents in Refutu who are demanding the cancellation of a lithium mining contract in the sacred abortary forest at an all-white street march through the principal streets of Winneba, Alexander Fenyomarkin vowed to always protect the natural resources in the Futu land. Don't let the NDC liars to come and deceive you. They have nothing to offer. Their candidate was once upon a time a member of this party. Because he's a liar, we sacked him. We sacked him. Because he's always lying. The man's name is Ababrese. How can an Ababrese offer you something? An Ababrese man has nothing to offer. But with your left smacking, he's a do the do. Do the do. Alex, do the do. Alex, show more. Now talk, now do. MP for Futu Alexander Fenyomarking. The Chief Executive Office of the Minerals Commission, Martin Kwekweisi, has revealed that a feasibility study is currently underway as part of an agreement to ascertain the necessity of constructing a lithium refinery in the country. His comments follows calls from civil society organizations urging the government to establish a local company for exploiting the country's lithium rather than permitting for entities to mine the resource. However, the minister argues before constructing a refinery, it is important to understand market economies to determine whether it is necessary to establish a refinery within the country. You don't just get up and say, let us set up a refinery. You need to do a study to know the project economics. For example, how much it will cost, what's the cost of power, location, all those things. That's what we're asking them to do. I'm also part of the committee, so it's not as if we are sitting and lose. Somebody comes to lie to you that it's not feasible. We are giving them up to February. Most likely, the report to be ready. So by the time they'll be getting EPA permit, by the time we are out of ratification, by the time they'll be coming for us to construction permit, we already know whether or not we can refine in Ghana and what quantity. We already know what we shall do with our first part. All these things have been written into the agreement. So this is something that people are not looking at. Mm. He's urging Parliament to scrutinize the deal, describing the agreement as too simplistic, especially given the uncertainties in the demand for lithium. There's a massive aggressive and massive and aggressive push to look for alternatives to lithium-based batteries. Uh, laboratories all over the world, some of them funded to the tune of billions of dollars, are experimenting with all manner of uh, battery technologies. In a time may come when lithium-ion batteries are not the big deal in, in electric vehicles possible. We don't know that. There's a recycling boom where after you use the electric battery, remember that the batteries uh, for NMC, for instance, just four years. 
after four years, it, it, the charging ratio drops to as low as 20%, and people just simply change it. So when you throw away the battery, nowadays people are recycling the lithium, and that boom is really increasing. A time may come when we are getting more lithium from the discarded batteries that we are mining afresh. And we don't know yet. All of those things, plus, of course, the thing that everybody's talking about, the massive price in prices. Prices have dropped from a high of about eight $1,000 a ton for lithium um, carbonate and, and hydroxide to something like $16,500 this month. So that's a massive drop in, in value. So we don't really know what is happening with this lithium thing. That therefore requires that we're very careful in the way we structure the agreement to take into account the certainty. The Social Enterprise and Development Foundation sent Ghana is calling for the automation of the road toll collection system. It follows concerns that the electronic levy is failing to generate the desired revenue as projected by the government to replace the over 70 billion CD revenue generated from road toll fees. Speaking to Joy News, Programs Officer of Send Ghana, Tajuddin Mohammed Abdullah, justified the call for the reintroduction of the road toll by saying the automated system will block the leakages in the manual collection system. Government is not actually generating as much as is desired. Since the EDP was introduced, we know if government is even doing a quarter of their revenue target on yearly basis. It's not really working as the government needed it to work. So which is why we are thinking that all efforts should be made to look for alternative sources of funding for government activities, which is why that we think that if it is about the security or if it's about the revenue losses, one of our proposals will also be to ensure there is an automated system, implement electronic system, so that it is going to improve the kind of efficiency and then block the kind of leakages that government was also anticipating or experiencing during the, the manual collection period. Chairman of the National Democratic Congress, Johnson Asiedunketia, has described the NDC's policies going into the 2024 elections as superior to that of the NPP. Johnson Asiedunketia explaining why every Ghanaian must buy into its proposed 24-hour economy, says it will put the country at par with its compatriots as well as boost industries which will in turn transform the economy. He was speaking in a yet-to-be-aired interview on PM Personality profile our opponents are just blowing hot air because uh, that policy appears to have that policy appears to have taken them by storm and so their reaction suggests that uh, they are this uh, this is not a complicated policy to adopt or implement at all you see industries in Europe and many other places operate 24 hours True. and we are operating eight hours and we are supposed to produce things and compete with somebody who is utilizing his infrastructure everything for 24 hours yeah. 
You have uh, Theodon Ketia, chairman of the NDC. And on the international front, World Health Organization chief Dr. Tedros Adnan Jebrisou says the impact of the conflict on health is catastrophic, adding that Gaza's health system is on its knees and collapsing. Speaking at an event in Geneva, the WHO head says that Israeli actions to force Palestinians into a smaller and smaller area is creating the ideal conditions for disease to spread. He says there is just one shower for every 750 people and one toilet for every 150 and only 14 hospitals out of the original 36 are even partially functional. He adds the conditions for health workers which were already very difficult in 2018 are impossible and they are directly in the firing line and he says that WHO has recorded 449 attacks on healthcare in Gaza and the West Bank since the start of this conflict on 7th October and 60 in Israel. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has accused Western countries of a two-faced attitude to Hamas, his enemy in Gaza. While briefing his cabinet, he said, quote, you cannot on one hand support the elimination of Hamas and on the other hand pressure us to end the war, which would prevent the elimination of Hamas, unquote. His comments came two days after 13 members of UN Security Council supported a resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire. The US vetoed the move while the UK abstained on its vote. Netanyahu also thanked the US for both the veto and its military aid. On Saturday, Biden administration used an emergency law to bypass Congress and authorize the sale of some 14,000 rounds of tank ammunition worth more than $106 million to Israel. That's how we wrap up the bulletin. Before we go, a recap of our top story. Speaker of Parliament begins crackdown on lateness by MPs to parliamentary sittings, vowing to lock doors to the chamber at 10 a.m. Deputy Majority Leader and MP Furfutu asked constituents to stand by him against claims he has masterminded the sale of forest lands in the constituency for mining. And St. Ghana calls for the automation of the road toll collection system to prevent leakages and boost revenue. My name is Aisha Ryan. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? ¿Ya estás preparado para vivir Tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.